Hey there, future fans. It's time for that Super Bowl trailer rundown that I told you about. So let's get started. So welcome to the show. Technically, this is episode 122. Ever since uh, Snarf Chris and, and I decided to go along with it, decided that these little side episodes would stay with the episode count. But you know what? Let's try and keep this short. So let me get on with the opening housekeeping. How do you listen to the show? You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Summer Nerdy website and Facebook page. You can contact me through Twitter and Instagram at BilliamSWN, and you can email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Normally on this show, we have a full show where we talk about news, trailers, and all the movies coming up, but this is a special. I just talk about the Super Bowl trailers that happened. I know it's more than a week after the Super Bowl, but I, I kind of dove into these a little more than I would have a normal trailer. So you'll forgive me that it took a little time to come out with this, but I hope it's at least interesting. Let's start here with Wonder Park. Oh, actually, let me explain that I'm not going to talk about any TV shows. There were quite a few TV shows that got trailers and some that I did want to talk about, but I decided not to. And those were things like the new Twilight Zone, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Game of Thrones, Hannah and I know they happened and they were all interesting trailers I just uh, I'm just gonna focus on the movies here if I happen to miss a movie if I did let me know but let's jump into it with Wonder Park this is an animated movie from Paramount and Nickelodeon about a young girl who dreams of some legendary place called Wonder Park in this trailer we see her and a friend try and create a ride that ends up destroying part of the neighborhood and getting her into a lot of trouble so they made this weird looking roller coaster thing that was just actually just a ramp more of a ramp and they got into this cart and they went over it and it's one of those things that you only see in animated films because had it been real people they probably would have died but of course that's the beauty of not only movies but animated movies because with animated movies you can do even stupider shit and get away with it. Uh, so this whole trailer kind of breaks down the movie for us and what we want to expect or what we will expect. So first we will see her in her normal life, her just dreaming of amusement parks, especially this majestic wonder park that is a, a supposedly an urban legend. And then one day she's going around, walking around in the forest and stumbles upon wonder park. So we fast forward a bit and she magically stumbles upon it and the lovable creatures that are there living in the park still that need her help to rebuild and also fight some weird little rabid midget animal things. But what this trailer showed me is that it is a typical kids animated movie that doesn't seem as deep as something from Pixar, but it also didn't look bad. It didn't look 100% skippable. This looks like something that you could take your kids to and enjoy yourself, not the kind of thing that you would you know, have to try and stay awake during while your kids enjoy it. Uh, there's not a lot to break down about this trailer, and for quite a few reasons. One, this isn't something we're super looking forward to. 
And also, there's not a lot of history with this, so I can't go, oh, did you see this symbol in the background? That means that this ride's going to come into play. It, there's not, not much more for me to say besides that this features the voices of Jennifer Garner, Kenan Thompson, Mila Kunis, John Oliver, Ken Jong, and Matthew Broderick, and this comes out March 15th this year. Next up, we got a very, very short teaser for Birds of Prey, and it's the same one I've already talked about, but let's, let's just break it down for just the shiggles of it. And this still looks oddly fake. This looks like it was some high schooler's project. Uh, mind you, a project that they may have gotten an A on, but still a school project using basic-ass equipment that Hollywood should have delivered something better looking. This teaser starts out showing us who I assume is Harley Quinn walking around with her mallet just hanging down by her side. We then see who I assume is Huntress with her handheld crossbow. And so we don't get very good views of any of these people. For a lot of this, I had to I had to pause and then just keep hitting play pause, play pause, play pause really quick just to see some of these scenes. We then, after Huntress, we see someone tossing back a bottle of what I assume is alcohol. This could be Renee Montoya. I don't think it's Black Canary. We, we don't really get to see a good view of her. We then see someone young in a pink cast with writing on it. Someone who I think is a young Cassandra Kane. So on this cast, we see Gotham spelled out in big, bold letters. We see playing cards, all of them queens and of different suits drawn out. We see a gun firing a bullet. We see an arrow. We see the word magic. We see the word ass, And we see f you written as well as the word bitch. So it's all, it's great that all these people are writing these things on the cast of a little girl. The scene then changes and we see someone in a yellow half tank top and black bra holding a bat with writing on it. It's hard to tell, but it looks like she has blonde hair. The scene then starts to move faster, and that's really when I had to get quick on the pausing. We see someone standing in front of a mic who could be Black Canary, played by Journey Smolt Bell. Oh wait, no, 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 I did discover who it was. Uh, it was someone called Scantily Clad Crystal. Someone who I have no idea who the hell she is. So yeah, I don't think it's Black Canary anymore. I think it's a scantily clad crystal person. I even asked the other somewhat nerdy crew members like who they think this is, and they are much better when it comes to comics than I am. And so Google and them couldn't come up with anything. So then we cut to who I think is Huntress, but not wearing her classic costume. So we're not going to get that kind of pointy-eared, almost kind of like Batman's cowl, but not quite. Uh, we don't we don't get that kind of um, costume from her. We then get who I think is Renee Montoya walking towards the camera with a baton or other weapon. Then Ewan McGregor as Black Mask, but without a mask, just wearing sunglasses and dressed in all black. Another shot of who I'm sure now is Huntress aiming her crossbow at the camera. We then see Derek Wilson, who's reportedly playing someone named Tim Evans. So I assume they're f***ing with the character Deadshot here, and here's why I think that. Earth Prime has a Deadshot that was around for the better part of a year back in 2016, whose real name was Will Evans. So maybe they're giving Will Smith the boot and introducing a new dead Deadshot. Maybe this Deadshot is just in a different universe and this movie takes place in a different universe. I'm not sure, but we don't really know who this Tim Evans is yet. So after him, we see a blonde woman in front of a mic. God help me, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive at this point that it's scantily clad Crystal. And the only reason I know that name is because I looked on the IMDb page and looked at actresses this could be. And with the help of Anne, I narrowed it down to her. 
and I don't know who scantily clad Crystal is supposed to be. Anyone in the DC universe named Crystal doesn't look anything like her. So if you know, please help me. All right, just just tweet me, email me, comment on a random Instagram image. Tell me who you think she is. Then after that, we see someone who I think is the actor Chris Messina, who is playing Victor Zaz. But here's why I'm so confused about this. This character has hair and no scarring. If you know Victor Zaz, you know he's bald as f and has a ton of scars. Other than that, I don't know who he could be. And so I hope we see Victor Zaz as he's supposed to be, or at least maybe this is Zaz early in his career and we get to see hints of what he'll become. Then after that, we see a shot of who I'm sure is Cassandra Kane now, that girl earlier with the, um, with the cast. Then we see who could be Victor Zaz again. And at the end of it all, we see Harley Quinn dancing around with frilly stuff on her arms and a drink in her hand. And she laughs and we see the words see you soon on the screen. And that was a surprising amount to break down for such a short teaser. And I'm actually surprised that they released that teaser because it looks so bad. Like, honest to God, if you remember when I talked about this on uh, the regular regular episode of Future Flicks with Billiam, I mentioned that originally I thought it was fake. And I still even wasn't even sure until I saw it on the Super Bowl. So why would they release a teaser that looks so bad that looks like I grabbed my five-year-old video camera and just got some people to cosplay and go, okay, let's make a trailer now. I mean, wh why would they do that? W was it an artistic choice? Yes, I'm going for early 90s high school chic. No, it looks terrible. I just hope that when we actually see a full trailer for this, I hope that looks a lot better. And you know, I'm just going to talk briefly about the Alita Battle Angel trailer, and then we'll get into the first break. Uh, I don't have much to say about it, just because I already talked about it on episode 121 of Future Flex with Billiam. Uh, there is one point that I wanted to note uh, about the trailer and about the way I think the movie's going to go that I didn't in the show. And that's, I'm glad they kept the design basically the same. I mean, they mess with it a little bit. They have her in clothes I didn't see, I've never seen her in, in the, in the uh, covers of the manga or the scenes I've seen in the anime. But I'm glad they didn't sexualize her. I'm really glad. Because with anime, there are a lot of like dirty sexual animes out there, but there's an equal amount of ones that aren't. So as an art form, it gets a really, really bad rap just because someone sees some show that has a lot of sex or maybe they watch a hentai for the first time thinking it's anime and go, oh no, that's all gross stuff. No, that's not how it works. It's like accidentally watching a porno going, oh, all movies are terrible. You can't do that and it's short-sighted. So I'm glad that they kept it with the manga and didn't over-sexualize Alita. That being said, I still think it looks good and I still think it's going to bomb horribly. So that's it for the first part. Let's just pause and listen to a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio, shall we? And then we'll come right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds.
All right, everyone, we are back. Let's talk about three more movies, and then I'll end with Avengers, because I have a lot more to say about that one. And I love how this was a widely hated Super Bowl, not just because it's the Patriots, and the Patriots are pieces of shit. I mean, the only people who could be rooting for the Patriots that I would understand are fans of the Saints, just because of how badly the Saints got reamed with that call situation. But for everyone else, you kind of like a shitty team, if you like the Patriots. I'm sorry. And just because you win a lot doesn't make you good. That's not entirely fair. I, I really like, um, what's that guy's name? Gronkowski? I think he's awesome, but it's just Tom Brady is a human pile of garbage. Like the last time they lost the Super Bowl, seeing his sad face made me so happy. But let's stop talking about the game and let's talk about what was actually interesting about the Super Bowl. And that was the trailers. So Us was the next trailer we're going to talk about. So we had another trailer for it. This, of course, is the Jordan Peele movie. This trailer still looks good. And it's a lot of repeated footage. But this time, Lupita Nyong'o has a voiceover where she says that there have been a bunch of coincidences going on ever since they showed up to their little vacation place. We see some spooky sights of people appearing and disappearing. Someone throws a frisbee and it lands perfectly in a similar sized circle on a beach blanket. Some of the new scenes include one of Elizabeth Moss trying to crawl away looking really injured. Another scene of who I think is Nyong'o running down that creepy looking hallway we saw in the first trailer. But the rest of it is recycled footage and I don't mind. This looks good and it's from Jordan Peele. So even though he's only done one movie, we already know what to expect from him. We can expect a horror movie. Though Get Out was more of a thriller, I've talked about that before. This one looks more horror-y, but we know that we can expect something scary and something that has social commentary on it, but that social commentary isn't so overpowering that it takes away from the story. So in, in this case, just like with Get Out, I think Jordan Peele is going to let the movie do the talking. He's not going to stand on a soapbox and preach about the hardships people of color have to go through because he's going to let the movie do that for him. It's going to get a message across, just like Get Out did, and it's not going to alienate people who normally wouldn't want to watch a movie like that. This film is going to be good. I know it. Next up, we have a, another trailer, or another teaser, that is, for Toy Story 4. Not a lot to talk about with this one, but it does tie into us in the way of Jordan Peele. So this teaser opens on a carnival with Woody speaking. We see that he's speaking to Bo Peep, who now we definitely know is in the movie. We, I think we knew from one of the earlier teasers, but now it's... It's like set in stone, Bo Peep is going to be in this. So she mentions that Buzz is supposed to be meeting them there, and we cut to Buzz being tied up with the zap strap in what turns out to be a carnival game prize area, and that's when we meet, or re-meet, Bunny and Ducky, voiced by Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key, respectively. Uh, they're telling Buzz that he's not going to take their top prize spot. Bunny and Ducky seem to be sewn together by the hand, so Ducky starts kicking Buzz until Buzz closes his helmet and traps Ducky's foot. And that's basically it for the trailer. So what does this tell us about the movie? Well, if this has anything to do with it, if Buzz is really going to be there, if this really was a, a part of the movie and not just a... Un unrelated teaser, then we can assume that the part of them going on a road trip is true. Because remember, just because that's what Disney Pixar released as the synopsis doesn't mean that that's what the movie is going to be really about. Hell, the road trip could just be 10 minutes in the beginning and then the story takes place. 
just because they want to keep it all hush hush. But if this carnival thing really is part of it, then that's how we meet Bunny and Ducky. Uh, but the question is, who owns the toys now? Is it still going to be Bonnie? Does Andy somehow come back into the picture? Are we going to get our hearts broken all over again? That is the question with Toy Story 4. And the next trailer we got before we take another break and then talk about Avengers is Hobbs and Shaw. So this is the same old trailer. It opens up with Idris Elba as Brixton monologuing about how great he is. He drives an awesome car. He's in some sort of swanky club with women wearing oddly designed clothing because it's art. Uh, we then see a poorly, very poorly CG'd scene of a lock getting blown up, which I hope it's poor just because it was, wasn't finished when the trailer came out. But then we see Brixton kicking ass after declaring to Hattie Shaw and his Hattie Deckard's wife or sister. We'll find that out. But he declares to her that he's the bad guy and then kicks the ass of everyone she's with and then breaks into a closed freight truck by punching through the door. We then see her running away pretty beat up, but it could be a different it could be a different scene entirely. And that's followed quickly by another scene of her all cleaned up on the phone. And by this point, she's taking over the voiceover. Then we cue Luke Hobbs waking up and eating ground coffee by the spoonful because he's a badass motherfucker. Then we cut to Deckard Shaw dressed in a suit and drinking a beer for breakfast because he is also badass. We then get stuff put together for us. See where the story's going. Brixton is a bad guy. He needs to be caught. Who do we know is good at doing shit like that? Well, who else? Deckard Shaw and Luke Hobbs. The good guys can't catch him, so they need the best. Hobbs and Shaw. We then get a great one-liner from Johnson, showing us that he's still the funny guy. And from that point on, it's just a bunch of fighting and fast cars, just like any Fast and Furious movie, the kind of stuff you know you want from this film. This trailer reminds us that Shaw is former MI6. Just in case you forgot, the trailer is really heavy on the action and the comedy, and it really relies on you either remembering who Hobbs and Shaw are, or B, not caring enough because it looks awesome. This movie is going to have over-the-top impossible stunts, which is what we need from these movies. This is a buddy cop movie, and it's the buddy cop movie we needed. It's funny, it's action-packed, it's impossible, it has it all. And the best part of the whole trailer, the best part is when The Rock jumps off the building thinking Shaw is going to jump with him, but Shaw takes the elevator. And as The Rock is falling, beating up someone and Shaw's elevator is in free fall, he swings over, smashes the guy's head into Shaw's elevator and mouths F you. Like me, just saying that is not funny. Watching The Rock do it. That is what's funny. That is why I cannot wait for this movie. The Fast and the Furious movies got really good when they stopped trying to be serious and started being wacky and over the top. I liked the first three. They were serious movies. And then after that, they're just like, okay, whatever. Let's keep going, but be ridiculous. And that is what kept the series good. They kind of hit a, a few rough spots with four and five, but then it just took off and was amazing. And I think this film is going to be more of that. Rumor is they're going to do a female buddy cop spinoff. And yes, please just give me more. These aren't great movies. They're not at all. They are fun. They are enjoyable. They make you laugh. They get you excited because of all the action. And that's what that's what I want. If I want to watch a great movie, I will not watch this. If I want to watch an enjoyable and I want to watch an entertaining movie, then I will watch this. And I can't wait. So ladies and gentlemen, before we get into Avengers, 
Avengers Endgame, of course. Let us take our last break and hear a word from our friends at the Nerds of the Squared Circle. So stay tuned. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! Yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. All right, everyone, we're back. Avengers Endgame time. This was the big one. And I have to say I was a little disappointed just because I wanted this to be the the big reveal of the Avengers Endgame huge trailer. Uh, but all we ended up getting was a, lo- a lot of rehashed footage and then some new stuff and just enough new stuff to make me go, okay, fine. Good job. So let's start off with what we saw first. So this starts off with very quick shots of the Wasp, Nick Fury, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, and the Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, the Winter Soldier, and Vision. Like that's before the Marvel logo comes up. They were in black and white with parts of them being red. There's a lot of speculation on what the red means. I I, I don't want to speculate. The red could mean that they're dead, except for except for Rocket. In the Guardians of the Galaxy scene, they're all dead. But then we see the Marvel with um with ten in red on it. Uh, we then see Liberty Island, an island that's swamped with boats and buildings and people. When it's normally a very peaceful area, even we consider tourists. Like Liberty Island, normally doesn't have that many boats around it. There's just a ferry, maybe one or two sightseeing boats, maybe a personal craft or two. But it's swamped with boats. We then see an empty city field where the Mets play and no it's not empty just because it's the Mets we then go to some meeting room where it looks like it's either a support group for people who lost loved ones in the snap or it's just some other meeting place that just happens to have a poster about it Captain America is there and a voiceover says some people move on but not us we then cut to a scene with Tony Stark and Nebula working on something together hopefully a way to get home and i really like them as an odd couple not like not i'm not shipping them but just together them working on something this fact that hey normally we probably wouldn't get along uh, but we both know how to do shit. let's work together and live the next scene we see cap black widow uh james rhodes aka war machine and bruce banner walking on the grass outside of avengers hq looking up at the night sky could it be that there's a sign of tony coming home could it be some new arrival maybe it's maybe it's captain marvel's about to land what it is we have no idea there's nothing else in the scene that can hint at what they're doing but obviously it's something important to pull them out of the hq at night and they're all focused on the same thing The next scene we see is Rocket opening a door with the ocean and some rocks behind him. What looks like lobster traps lying on the ground. Uh, Because of that, some people have been speculating that this location is tied to Captain Marvel as she was born in Maine. Maine is known for lobsters. Uh, That was, uh, this was explained in an origin comic from last year. And her fictional bio says she's from Boston, also a place that loves its seafood. Next, we see Black Widow doing some target practicing because guns are a power. And though actually she's a pretty good shot. Uh, The scene with Ant-Man and War Machine is next suiting up in what could be and probably is an office inside Avengers HQ. Uh, If you notice, 
These characters have never interacted outside of the fight in Civil War where they were on opposite sides. So now we know that there's no hard feelings. We have something we have to work towards. They're right next to each other, not even batting an eye. We then cut to Thor. I perfectly okay again with ha with a handsome beard looking down at what could be fire. But the next scene we see he's at the opening of what could be a ship on land and I'm guessing it's above Wakanda. That's really what I'm thinking. Or it could also be a, a ship that landed on the planet Thanos retired at. But anyway, he's walking forward carrying a weapon. Uh, we then see Hawkeye sneaking through some alien looking area, his face washed in red. Uh, there's a lot of speculation here that Hawkeye is on a mission to steal one of the Infinity Stones or maybe the whole gauntlet. Because you have all these people's superpowers, but he's a spy. Maybe not a full-on spy, but you know, he's a, he's a military man that knows how to be silent. So then we cut to who I believe is Cap because it looks like his shield and it's strapped to his arm. Though he's not in any sort of red, white, and blue, he releases a strap and we see the shield start to come loose and then a black screen. We cut to Avengers HQ again and we see some of the Avengers in profile walking. So here's where there's been some more speculation about the trailer. Most of the Avengers are in step with each other at a uniform distance, but there's one larger gap near the end where if you magically put someone there, it would still it would fit and everyone would be at a uniform distance. So speculation is that someone was deleted from that scene to keep us guessing. Could it be Captain Marvel? Is this when they're going to leave for the battle to help fix everything and Captain Marvel's with them? Could it be Pepper as rescue in her new suit? Because thanks to that Instagram picture from Gwyneth Paltrow, we're all now pretty certain that Pepper is going to get her own suit. Will she be called rescue in it or will she get a new name? We don't know. But who was there? Who was missing? Because we didn't see Pepper in the trailer at all. We know that Tony sends a message to Pepper thanks to the first teaser we got. So we know she's going to be in it, but how integral will she be to the rescue or will she just save Tony and then go, okay, my part's done because by the way, I'm pregnant, which of course isn't a spoiler. That's just my assumption. I think she is. Or is that spot saved for Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel has been introduced and they're going to go off and fight Thanos. So this trailer did a lot. It really did. It, it still sold me on the movie. I still think this is going to be great. I think it's going to be an amazing film. And it gave the internet a lot to speculate on. And you know, sometimes in the show, I'll mention how people are speculating about something someone said or something in a trailer, and I think they're being stupid because I think they're reading too much into it. But some of these speculations, some of these things people have been talking about aren't stupid. Uh, the one that was most of a stretch for me was Rocket opening the door and people going, oh, it could be tied to Captain Marvel. You know what? They still could be right, but Rocket could also just be visiting one of the Avengers who is off doing some research or maybe nursing the wounds after the fight or just being sad somewhere and going, hey, look, you, you got to join us. I think the speculation on where Thor is when he's walking out and you see that wooded area up down low, I think that is also a very smart thing. It could very well be Wakanda. Who knows? It could be one of the opening scenes, too, where we see him first and he's still there going, oh, dude, you know, I up. I, I couldn't save the day. Or he could be going to to give Thanos a good old beaten. This trailer gave us a lot to think about, but more importantly, it gave us some new stuff to whet our appetites for the movie as we wait for this to come out. And ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Those were the big movie trailers that hit. I, I wish there were a couple more, but um, I'm glad with what we got. I think everything looks good. There's nothing that I'm totally not sold on. The worst one, uh, the least promising one, I think, is actually Wonder Park, and I still think that's going to be cute. So even the worst trailer looked good. 
we have some really good movies coming out this year. A lot of comic book movies, and we got two of those trailers. And people always talk about that. You know, Hollywood's out of ideas. All we get are things based on comic books and sequels. And they're they're not right. I'm sorry. If you if you have ever listened to the show, like a regular episode of the show, you'll know a ton of shit comes out every week. And not all of them are sequels. Some of them, a lot of them are original ideas. They're just not the big ones. But the big movies, the one ones people pay to see, the ones that people are stoked for, are sequels, are movies based on comics, are movies based on our spin-offs, our reboots. And that's okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am not going to do a question of the week for this one, because guess what? It's coming out the same week, maybe a day later, if I get a little lazy. Uh, but what, what I will say is, which of these movies do you think had the best trailer? Uh, which movie are you looking forward to the most out of all of these that I mentioned? And you know what? I'll do you the favor of taking Alita Battle Angel off of the list just because it's coming out this week. So, out of all the other movies, what are you looking forward to the most? And you know what? While you're at it, tell me. Who do you think is standing in that gap at the final scene of the trailer? Where do you think Thor is? Let me know. So let me finish up with the closing housekeeping. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a rating. I would love five stars, please. Also, why don't you become a patron? Yes, we are on Patreon. Join up just, you know, a buck. A buck a month, that's not much, right? And then share the podcast with your friends. Tell them about the show. That is how we grow. And how do you reach me? How do you answer the, any questions of the week or just answer questions I ask in the show? Well, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BilliamSWN. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the other shows in the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. That is Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of my book blogs and all the blogs from the rest of the nerds. And finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future.